Hello, you're listening to the Big Film Buffet and it is your Tuesday snack edition coming into your feed right now. And inspired by the first 15 minutes of Army of the Dead, the latest film from Zack Snyder that is hitting your Netflix stream later this week. And what we're talking about on the podcast today is something that I know that you, Jen Fricker, are very obsessed with. What are we talking about? We are talking about the city of Vegas as a character in movies. Mm. So whenever we see Vegas on screen, maybe it's in movies like the Ocean series, Casino, the Hangover movies, there's certain tropes, there's certain like common things we see. We see like the big neon lights, we see the Welcome to Las Vegas sign. Usually it's like that green, red, white, Mm. you know, you see it on like keychains and stuff. Yes. Flamingos, palm trees, like that's what I kind of associate. Mm. Have you ever been to Vegas? Never been to Vegas, (gasps) never made it down there. Have you? No, too scared. Far too too scared. scared. I'm worried it'll do something to me. (laughs) I'm worried if I go to Vegas, I'll be married within 20 minutes. I mean, it is called Sin City after all. Exacto mundo, baby. you could get swept up into this world of coolness. Do you know what it is for me? The way Vegas appears on screen Mm -hmm. looks kind of like an adult Disneyland. Yeah, big time. I love gimmicks. Yes, you do. I love cheesy things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think... I would get absolutely swept away. I think that's my big fear too. Like, it's that world of excess that I very rarely live in. Mm. Yes, I love luxuriousness, Mm -hmm. but Vegas is like a next level. Anything you want there is next level. The food's next level. The gaming is next level. The culture is next level. Even the lights are next level there. Like, all of that, I feel like could draw me in and I'd become a changed man. I could even get married in Vegas, you know? Those, like, little midnight weddings like Britney Spears got married to a guy called Jason Alexander and I only remember that because I always thought she married George Costanza from Seinfeld that'd be so good but (laughs) But she did not it's a different Jason Alexander but then also for me I love what people call like Vegas spectaculars you know when everyone talks about like the Britney Spears residency the Lady Gaga residency I love uh, the Cirque du Soleil like I love those Mm -hmm. big shows everything about Vegas to me is like big as you said it's excess Mm -hmm. lots of bright lights lots of money. Bright lights, big city. Exacto mondo. And I love the way that comes across in film. There's mm. so many great films that are set in Vegas where Vegas plays its own part. Yes. Famously, The Hangover. The Hangover is kind of what I worry Vegas would be for me. Mm. I really worry that I would become a Zach Galifianakis in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I would have a little baby. I'd go up to some craziness. There'd be a tiger in my freaking bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> But I think the Hangover movies are, like, such a good personification of, like, finding the humour with, like, the idea of losing yourself to Vegas. Because it's, like, often used so much for, like, dramatic effect. Like, leaving Las Vegas for Nicolas Cage. Like, that's the movie he won the Oscar for. And it's, like, this heartbreaking, huge Nicolas Cage performance as he's, like, losing himself to the temptations of, like, drugs and alcohol that are there. And then I know that you're a big fan of those swinging rat pack style Ocean's Eleven movies. Yeah, the originals and the Soderbergh remakes. Yeah. I love them because, yeah, they're so stylish. Everyone's wearing suits. Mm -hmm. It's that contrast between, like, high glamour, but then also, you know, you've got your humble punters at the pokies. I feel like that's why casinos in general are Mm. so 
weird to me because like there's something quite dark at the heart of it. Oh, totally. I think Las Vegas is like as a character, a really beautiful woman, very mm. like primped and gorgeous and stuff, but then you realize they've probably like done a hit and run. Yeah. <laughs> There's a dark <laughs> part to dark? everyone. I think that's right, though, because, like, my big-time Vegas movie mm. is exactly as you described. It's Martin Scorsese's Casino. Yes. Have you ever seen that movie? Yes. That is a big-time operatic, like, extravaganza. Yes. Like, really, it's his most excessive film. And so much of that film is in, like, the production design like capturing vegas as that disneyland mm. i think that's the first time i ever heard it used was in that movie but you've got sharon stone in that film mm. her performance playing robert de niro's wife who is uh someone who is vegas incarnate mm. i think she is so excitingly terrifying in that movie yeah because she's able to like capture all this like big energy you still have like these elegant gowns and these like really exciting outfits and costumes and then all that movie is like oh she's got a dark past yes for sure another one obviously is like the movie of fear and loathing mm. in las vegas to put it as literally as possible it's vegas on acid it's like all those lights <laughs> and yeah. glamour and money just turning into this monstrous thing this thing that is like trying to kill them and they don't know why yeah. and i think that movie captures so well like one thing that is so fascinating about las vegas is that it is this city in the middle of the desert. Mm. Like, it's just like this little oasis hub, like this little, shall I say, temptress mm. out in the desert. And it just, like, sits there glowing like this beacon. And it just feels like a fictional world. It does. It doesn't seem real. It's like when I see New York mm -hmm. on, like, screen... I was really surprised when I actually ended up in New York. I was like, oh, it really does look like this. Yeah. Same with Los Angeles. Like, yeah. I think there's definitely parts of it that look way more glamorous. But whenever I was like, watch movies set in LA that were about LA, the freeways, mm. the strip malls, all that stuff, I always like, oh, yeah, like, surely it's not just all this. But it kind of is. Yeah. Whereas Las Vegas, I wonder what I would find. I feel like. I hate to say it, two podcast schmoes like us, we might not get to experience the Vegas that we see on screen. What do you mean? I feel we're like not big money players? We're not enough. <laughs> we're not big money players. I think we're going to go see Cirque du Soleil. We're going to have medium to average seats. We'll have standing tickets we'll at have the back of the room. <laughs> We've got standing tickets to Celine Dion, okay, yeah. dude. We have to go see like a late night comedy show by whoever the next Don Rickles is to die on stage. And we're sitting there like, well, everyone else is gambling mm -hmm. and we're like you know inhaling a fog of smoke slowly dying like prosciutto being cured standing around this las vegas we're not gonna have the <laughs> glitz and glamour vegas prosciutto being cured that's gonna be our lungs prosciutto cured lungs i'm probably gonna be walking around in that hot heat wearing like my little footy shorts and like a bin tank singlet yeah. i'm not gonna be like robert de niro in casino wearing like an apricot suit with forty thousand dollar sunglasses yeah. and like five pinky rings and gold saying, jewelry like the our version of vegas is basically cuda in bali <laughs> Like, are we just yeah. drinking, like, bucket margaritas and wearing thongs? I think that's who we are when we go to Vegas. We think we're going to be glitz and glamour, mm. but we're freaking spits and stammer because we're nervous <laughs> talking to people there. This is poetry, man. <laughs> I'm a freaking poet. And guess what? Yeah, I knew about it. Okay, <laughs> dude.
I really want to talk to you about one iconic Las Vegas symbol. Mm-hmm. Because I know you've got a history with him. Oh, Elvis. Boy. We're talking to King. There's such a long kind of affiliation of mm. Elvis and Las Vegas. You see it in all the Elvis impersonators who are like marrying people. Yep. The Las Vegas sign, that really iconic one with Ooh, the. Welcome really, to Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, and yeah. it's like blue and red and white. He's as iconic as that. Yeah. I feel like that would be you in Vegas. I would pray so i love elvis so much i love rat pack as well like frank sinatra i had a poster in my room growing up that was sammy davis jr dean martin and frank sinatra hanging out at that sign mm. like oh that's so weird i mean the 14 year old boy with like this picture of like these old ass men Which, hanging out um, at a sign member of the rat pack did you most, i uh- love dino Really? I love Dean Martin. I really would have picked you for a Frank guy. I think once you get to really know me, Jen, you'll know I'm a Dean Martin guy at heart. Really? He's is that the because funniest. that's Amore? That's because it is, in fact, Amore. <laughs> it is Amore. He's got curly hair. Anyone that kind of go, well, I can almost look like that guy is <laughs> who I love. Yeah. But, you know, I think as well, he like captures like the humor. He's very funny. Played a drunk, but he was actually never drunk. Was he? Dean Martin, he was a teetotaler. He was the originator of the roast, right? Yeah. He loved a comedy roast. He loved the roast. He would host those roasts. Mm. He would do comedy with Jerry Lewis. I love that too. But I'm also a big press head, dude. I love Elvis. I grew up loving Elvis. Like, Fever Las Vegas, great song. Not a great movie, but no. it looks cool. And Margaret in that movie, though? Amazing. Oh, him and Anne Margaret had such cool chemistry. Yeah. Anne Margaret is so cool in those films. She's got that cool red hair that's like kind of like beehiving out of her head. And just always wearing stockings, no pants. Yeah. So cool. One of the coolest actors ever, mm. Anne Margaret. Mm. And great voice, great singer. And Elvis, like, is so, like, encapturing on, like, everything about Vegas. Like, because he's got those, like, jumpsuits with, like, those encrusted jewels mm, and stuff on them. Bit sleazy. Mm. Bit camp, would we say? I think Elvis is on the camp scale somewhere. Yeah. Every drag king is inspired by Elvis. Yeah, I feel that. So hyper-masculine yes. that he's, like, camp. Absolutely. Mm. It's, like, such a character. When I was a little kid, I so wanted to be Elvis like you know really like you know little Elvis kind of kid that's what I wanted to be did you sing his songs I used to sing his songs I would like sing them to myself but I also don't know the lyrics to songs yeah so I would just be like like just that by myself which would be haunting to watch as an adult (laughs) (laughs) wasn't haunting me I had to close my eyes to do it then (laughs) I think I had like an Elvis crisis Mm. I don't know why some of us have said something to me that Elvis wasn't cool and then uh, we were doing like choir for like our like presentation show in kindergarten and we're singing the national anthem and I only knew Elvis is singing that's what's synonymous with singing to me was Elvis I'm singing along to the national anthem with all the other kids and I'm like Australians all (laughs) let us rejoice (laughs) for we are young free I love that and like that's how I'm singing it and then like the teacher's like Holy shit, this kid, he's got it. <laughs> Alexa, you got to come to the front. You got to come to the front. 
you got to sing. you got to lead the national anthem. Yeah. And they're like, uh, you got a voice of a freaking <laughs> 75-year-old kid. <laughs> and I got so embarrassed about, like, getting the attention from it mm. that for the rest of it, I just, like, started just lip-syncing to everyone Aww. else singing. And they just like, uh, oh, yeah, you go back to the back, Aww. mate. Go back to the back. And I never sung ever again. Oh, what? So when you hear songs in your head mm. and then you go to sing them in the shower... Does the Elvis <laughs> yes. voice come? So that's your singing voice. My singing like, voice is an Elvis impersonation. Wow. Yeah. So any song. Any song, but I'll tell you, you make the, it Elvis. the number one song that I really wish Elvis was alive to have covered. Sure. Every person I've ever told this, life-changing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Elvis would have crushed a cover of Britney Spears' Toxic. It's hard to improve on perfection. Well, you love me, me, you're toxic. You're toxic, monkey, me, like that. Baby, can't you see? Yes. I'm yeah. Oh, come on, dude. You okay, just yeah, it. I feel it. I feel it. And I always say Britney Spears is our generation's Elvis. You always say that. I say it every day. I wake I mean, up in the morning and go, Britney, you're our Elvis. And that's why I love you so much. There's actually this awesome Elvis documentary on Netflix right now. It's called The Searcher. It's huge. It's all-encompassing. So it's going to cover his Vegas years. I'm living my old life again watching it. This Thursday, we are talking zombies. Mm -hmm. We're talking Vegas. We're talking one of the most hotly anticipated movies of the year. It's the big one, dude. Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Make sure you join us on Thursday. We're going to deep dive into it. We're going to give you some exclusive insights as well. I'm really excited about this one. Jen is freaking out. She loves this movie. I love it too, but Jen... Might be the number one Army of the Dead fan in the world. I think so. We were Las Vegas. I sound like Cher. Yeah. Oh, we were Las Vegas. 